This is Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on VSBNRadio.com. From the Colt Corral inside of Clear Fork High School in Belleville, Ohio, on a frigid, just a downright awful Friday night, to be honest with you out there, but thankfully basketball has played inside on Black Friday. It is time for game number one of the high school basketball season for the Lexington Minutemen as they get set for a tough road test, as it always is down here in Belleville, and they'll take on the Clear Fork Colts. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And, uh, man, it is already basketball season. Football just ended a little over three weeks ago, and now we're ready for the round ball. And uh, let's be honest, Nick, this is our favorite. This is why we do this. We love football. But uh, there's nothing like basketball, especially in North Central Ohio, and uh, it's always it's always just a great thing in our area. And uh, matchups like this make it that way. You've got the Clear Fork Colts and the Lexington Minutemen, a matchup that did not happen last year uh, due to COVID reasons. They just weren't able to get it worked out. Uh, so oddly, the last time these two teams matched up was two years ago, and the last time they matched up here was on Black Friday two years ago. So two years ago to the day, the Minutemen came in here and where they were blazing hot in the first half and had a big lead going into halftime, and that lead dwindled and dwindled until they finally gave it up and ended up losing that game. And then um, if, if you don't know, if you're listening at home, uh, these two teams used to both be in the OCC together. Clear Fork left the OCC to go to the MOAC, but scheduling-wise, they kept each other on the schedule twice. So this is the one non-conference team that Lexington plays every year twice. And uh, two years ago, Clear Fork uh, not only beat the Minutemen on Black Friday right here, but they came up to Lexington and beat the Minutemen in a thriller. I think that ended up being a three-point game, and Clear Fork got the win up at Lexington two years ago. So they didn't play last year. And two years ago, Clear Fork got the sweep over the Minutemen, so I'm sure uh, Coach Hamilton, uh, whether he says it or not, I'm sure he's he's kind of been thinking about this one for a couple of years. And uh, the Minutemen come in, and they are loaded, and they're looking to get a big win tonight over a Clear Fork ball club who really lost most of uh, what made them go last year, and Brady Tedrow and a couple of others. And the Minutemen literally get everyone back except Ethan Hunter, who gave the Minutemen some, some good minutes off the bench last year. But really, when you break down the roster, he was probably the eighth or ninth man on this Lexington roster. So Lexington really didn't lose much at all coming back from last year. And not only did they get everyone back, but they also brought up a couple of more uh, nice players. Elijah Hudson will play quite a bit tonight. The six seven sophomore oh. uh, played... Uh, actually got in a little bit yeah. last year. That's some big the buckets the in the season. tournament game, yeah. too. Uh, up at Vermillion in the uh, playoff game for the Minutemen last year, Elijah Hudson got in and scored a few points. So it'll be nice to have him off the bench as well and just all this returning experience. And not only that, Nick, but they are oh, long. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, starting lineup, everybody's above six foot. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's honestly, it's insane. And then you got Gage Potter, who's a senior, didn't play last year, back this year. He's going to be a great defender off the bench, can score some points too. So be good to have him, have some more uh, seniors on this team. But like you said, I mean, just absolutely loaded, especially down low, Baden Forbes, 6'7", Hudson Moore listed at 6'4", plays like he's 6'7". And then obviously you got your leading scorer and Jack Depperschmidt back, and he's ready to go this year. So a lot to look forward to. 
this team's going to be fun to watch get up and down, that is for sure. Absolutely, and uh, we got to see this varsity ball club. They didn't have their soccer players yet because, uh, I mean, in case you've been living under a rock, you probably know that the Minutemen soccer team, the boys' soccer team, made it to state, so they didn't have Gage Potter, Jack Depperschmidt, Alex Depperschmidt, and some others. Uh, but we did get to see the Minutemen without those guys over at Northmore a few weeks ago, and, man, did they Ooh, look good. Scary. They full court <laughs> pressed most of the time, and they just got up and down. Baden Forup had three or four dunks that night. I mean, just effortless, just too. Super, I mean. <laughs> yes, super long and lanky. And, and uh, if you're going to full court press, this is the oh. team that is built to do it. This is every coach's dream team for a full court press. So I hope uh, Coach Hammy just kind of – unleashes them and lets them go because they are athletic and they can get up and down the floor. And we'll talk more about their starting lineup specifically here in just a few minutes. Uh, but on the flip side of things, Clear Fork, a uh, little bit of a younger team uh, coming back this year. They didn't, uh, they like I said a little bit ago, they graduated a couple of their seniors from last year, including Brady Tedrow, the always dangerous guard uh, that just seemed to, he was so quick. He killed Lexington a couple of years ago. Well, he's so deceptive, too, because yeah. he's kind of a stockier kid. Yeah. But, I mean, just so quick off the dribble. But they don't get him back, and now they're very young. Uh, they've got uh, two sophomores in the starting lineup, two juniors and a senior. Uh, so we'll talk more about them in uh, just a moment. So uh, last year, of course, was uh, Coach Hamilton's first losing season as a head coach. Uh, this will be his 10th year, and he's only had one losing season, and it was last year. And a lot of that, obviously, with COVID, it, it, last year was just such a weird year. I mean, when you look across uh, just from the NBA to the to college basketball to high school, it's a lot of weird things happened last year. And you can sit here and try to say that COVID didn't have an effect, but it's clear that COVID did yeah. have an effect because – you had a team like Lexington that was not a four and sixteen talent team, no. and they're going four and sixteen. Well, so it's and they got shut down two different times because of COVID yeah, too. Right so in the I middle mean, of the year, and they would they would win a game and then they get shut down for two weeks, and yeah. then they try to get it back together. I mean, it was tough. Yeah, they just weren't able to get that rhythm, and and with a young team last year, that just had to be a disaster. Uh, behind the scenes not not that the kids aren't good kids but just from the planning perspective and trying to stay conditioned and um, that just had to be awful that had to be a nightmare as a coach so I know coach Hamilton is just chomping at the bit to get back out here tonight uh, with some normalcy and uh, no disruptions in the preseason at all and they had three or four scrimmages so they're ready to go and uh, of course you got a big rivalry game to start things off here on Black Friday. A lot of energy in the building and that's another thing too, Nick. A lot of these young kids have never played a varsity game with a with a big crowd or Which any is, crowd. Yeah, that's insane to think about. Uh, so that'll definitely become a factor tonight as well with some of the younger kids uh, playing in front of a lot of fans tonight as it is rocking and ready to go here inside the Colt Corral at Clear Fork High School in Belleville. When we come back, we'll have the uniforms, as always, brought to you by a material girl. We'll get you the starting lineups as well. And we'll have the tip-off just in about six minutes here from Clear Fork High School as the Minutemen and the Colts get set for game number one on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. 
If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor of Lexington Basketball on VSBN Radio. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen! Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Peyton Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands! View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off! Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. Complete Access, a proud supporter of Lexington Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. This is Lexington Basketball Coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on vsbnradio.com. Back here inside the Colt Corral, just a few minutes away, three minutes to be exact, plus whatever time it takes to get the national anthem in, and uh, we will have the tip-off for you tonight between Lexington and Clear Fork. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com and a little bit of a surprise in the starting lineup tonight. Uh, the Minutemen going to go with Caden Eichler on one of the wings, the 6'3 senior and one of three seniors on this Lexington ball club. Uh, excuse me, four seniors with Gage Potter coming back to the team this year after a year off last year. So they'll have Caden Eichler on one of the wings. A.J. Young will run uh, either one of the wings or the point or both. Uh, he's only 5'10", a junior. Uh, Tyler Jackson, the returning starting point guard from last year, one of the three captains on this ball club. He's a six-foot senior. He will start and run the point. And then down low, you've got that uh, famous duo down low. Uh, Hudson Moore, one of the three captains as well, a 6'3", junior. And a 6'7 junior, Baden Forup, who grew an inch from last year. So the Minutemen, if you just look down their roster, they've got 6'3", 6'3", 6'3", 6'7", 6'7", and then a bunch of six-footers in there as well. Uh, but the one kid under six-foot, A.J. Young, is getting the start tonight for the Minutemen. So we'll see how that plays out for Lex. 
uh, for the Colts. Uh, very familiar name and face out here for Clear Fork. Victor Skoog, the quarterback of the football team. The 5'9 junior will get the start. Um, a six-foot sophomore, Adam Van Alsdell. Uh, he will start, I'm assuming, out on one of the wings. Caleb Holler, the 5'9 senior. He got a bunch of playing time a couple of years ago when these two teams played last. He'll start on one of the wings as well. And then down low, uh, Bo Dornbeyer, a 6'2 sophomore, and Caden Riddle, a 6'1 junior. And we are just about a minute away from tip-off tonight, and we'll get you uniforms brought to you by a material girl. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl Clothing Boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. And before we get to uniforms, we'll have the national anthem tonight from the Colt Corral. And with that, we're just about set for basketball from Clear Fork High School. Uniforms tonight brought to you by a material girl. The Minutemen going with those all purple away uniforms with the gold letters and numbers, a little bit of white trim. They've also got gold uh, sort of diamond, a, a diamond uh, pattern looking thing on their uh, left, um, left knee of the shorts, I guess you could call it, with that vintage Minuteman logo on either side of their shorts. The Clear Fork Colts going with the home white uniforms, black letters and numbers, a little bit of green trim, and uh, they've got some, uh, looks like, I don't know what you would call that, Nick. They're not really polka dots, but it's sort of a, a gray pattern going down the front 
of the shorts for the Colts. So the purple versus the white here at Clear Fork tonight. And now we will get you the lineups as we try to <laughs> tune in here as much as we can to the PA announcer inside of Clear Fork High School. It's pretty quiet, isn't it? It did just get a little bit quiet there. Well, now they're going to announce the cheerleaders, but Nick, the PA announcer, couldn't be any quieter in here. I mean, crank the volume up, man. If you're going to be the PA announcer, let everybody hear you. Well, it looks like he's a student, man. I can uh, make a safe bet tonight, Nick, that we're going to be a lot louder than this guy. He, yeah, and you'll probably hear us louder. Yeah, like you said. I mean, they're going to hear us out there in the stands. So we are just a few moments away here as we await the starting lineups. And uh, Nick, tonight, yep. coming off of a four-win season, but a season in which the Minutemen were competitive pretty much throughout. They just couldn't yeah. get the some of the results to go their way. Uh what are your keys to tonight's game for the Minutemen to get out of here with a victory? Well, I mean, they just really have to use their experience. I mean, you got every starter back, and then you got a great bench too. So I, I, they're probably going to press a lot, make this Clear Fork te Colts team uncomfortable. Just press, get up and down the floor, use their height and their size. And I, I mean, I, they're, they're going to come out of here with a dub if they just take care and then take care of the rock. I'm not sure how much pressure Clear Fork's going to bring especially with how lengthy Lex is and the experience they have. So I'm not sure if they're going to want a full-court press or not because that could lead to a lot of easy buckets for the Minutemen. Like we saw at Northmore, this team likes to get up and go. And uh, as I mentioned early on in the pregame show, this is Coach Hamilton's 10th season at the helm of Lexington. And uh, he's only had one losing season in those previous nine years, and it was last year. That yeah, was a fluke. Last year was a fluke. And it really was. <laughs> so we'll see if they can come out hot here to uh, start the 2021 season. As the starting lineup's now being announced, Caden Eichler, A.J. Young, uh, Tyler Jackson, Hudson Moore, and Baden Forup going for the Minutemen tonight. And Lexington, by the way, did bring a massive student section. Even bigger than the Clear Fork one, it appears. <laughs> and there's uh, the Lexington student section is just around this corner to our right. We're sitting behind the west bucket here on the stage at Clear Fork. So we're actually right behind the basket. So as Nick said uh, before we went on air, we can sit back here and try to throw people off when they shoot free throws. Of course, Lexington going to be going right towards us to start tonight. We certainly don't want to throw them off. But uh, we'll call the game as if we're sitting across from the scores table. So as we see it, Lexington will go right to left. Clear Fork will go left to right. And we are just about set for basketball as the starting lineups take the floor and they shake hands and we get set for the tip off and Baden Forup will jump up 
for the Minutemen. Caden Riddle will go up for the Clear Fork Colts. And we'll see if the Minutemen can get the season started off on the right foot. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com. And we are so excited that basketball season is upon us on Black Friday. The ball is up in the air, and Lexington wins the tip. Tyler Jackson has it. And he gets it across midcourt. Caden Eichler has it in the corner. Up top, A.J. Young. A.J. dribbling around, gets it cross-court, Hudson Moore. Up top, Caden Eichler. And to the far wing to Tyler Jackson. Backdoor cut, A.J. Young catches. And he's going to have to, in order to not fall down, he had to kind of travel there. And they called it as he kind of caught that ball in some traffic, and he was either going to fall down or he was going to travel, and he ended up traveling. Minutemen will put on a full-court man-to-man press to start the night here. Victor Skoog, actually Adam Van Osdale will have it stolen away. Caden Eichler brings it down the floor. He lays it up, and he's fouled. He missed it, but he'll go to the line 29 seconds into the ballgame. And Caden just so lanky and athletic. I mean, he made that pick and go pretty easily. So to start the season here, Caden Eichler, the first minute man with a chance to get into the scorebook. And he'll head to the line for two. First one for Caden is no good. He clanked it off the left side of the rim. Good to see that Minuteman press already get a turnover, too. It's just a token man-on-man. That's all it is. Second free throw for Caden, and that one's good. Minutemen with the first lead of the season, 1-0. Ball comes in, and it's stolen away. A.J. Young is going to force a turnover in the corner as he briefly stole it. But Caleb Holler was able to grab it back, but then fell into the uh, the sideline there and fell out of bounds with it. So the Minutemen get it back. Clear Fork hasn't even crossed midcourt yet. Inbound is tipped, and it's going to be tipped out of bounds, and now it'll be down here on the baseline for the Minutemen. As Eichler was trying to get it to A.J. Young, and it was tipped out of bounds. Now they'll inbound on the baseline, get it up top, Aiden Forup, and we're going to have a push here on Clear Fork on the inbound. I feel like there's been so many whistles, and we've only been in the game 30 seconds. So the referee just yelled at someone. I didn't see who shot that ball for the Minutemen, but after the whistle, someone shot it, and everyone on the floor got yelled at. (laughs) So that foul was on Caden Riddle. And the Minutemen going to inbound again from the baseline here. A.J. Young's going to trigger it in. 7.29 to go in the first quarter, and And it seems like none of the the time is running off Uh. the clock because there's been a bunch of tipped passes out of bounds. Well, now there's a bunch of discussion going on over at the scorer's table. and I think what they're doing here is they're saying everyone's been warned the next person to shoot after the whistle is getting a tee. So we're clear now. Clear Fork still hasn't crossed midcourt yet, and Lexington's had the ball three times. A.J. Young going to inbound here. He gets it into the near corner. Tyler Jackson for three. That's an air ball, and it's rebounded, and coming in the other way with it is Caleb Holler for the Colts. One to zero, Minutemen up early here. Ball swung into the corner to Skoog on the far side. Up top to Dornbeyer, and he gets it, tries to get it in. The pass is stolen away, though, as he was trying to get it to Riddle. Here come the Minutemen. A.J. Young flying down the floor with it. He thinks about pulling up, now dumps it off to Baden Forp, and that ball's stolen away. Victor Skoog coming the other way. Cross-court pass, Caleb Holler on the far wing. You can tell it's the first game of the season. And they'll get it in to Riddle. He's at the free throw line. He's trying to make a move on Baden Forup, and he gets stuck in the paint, and now he has to kick it out to Skoog. He almost lost it there. Victor Skoog with it. Gets it near side to Holler. And he's trying to look underneath, and it's stolen away. Caden Eichler. Here comes A.J. Young the other way. 
He's going to give it to Baden Forp, who's slashing towards the hoop, pulls up, and he gets fouled on a little 12-footer, and it almost went in. Hey, and Hudson Moore, it. yeah, he's going to go to the free throw line, as it did almost bank in there. Well, it's good to see Hudson with no, I mean, he didn't even think about it. He just pulled up right away and shot it. I mean, that, that's going to be a really good shot for him, especially being our one of our big guys. He can spread the floor. Hudson Moore to the line, and that one's hard off the back of the rim. Minute been one for three here in the first minute and a half from the line. Jack Depperschmidt checks in for Tyler Jackson. No surprise that we get to see Jack early on tonight. Returning starter, but started on the bench tonight. Second free throw for Hudson Moore is good, and the Minutemen lead it 2-0. to zero. Minutemen full court pressing here, and almost a steal on the inbound. Scoot gets it going the other way. And the Colts will bring it back out and set it up now as Holler gets it to Skoog over in the far corner, Dornbeyer. Up top to Skoog. To Riddle. Riddle at the free throw line. And he tried to make a move on Baden Forup. And Jack Depperschmidt reached in there to try to help. And they'll get Jack with a foul. And he's only been in for 15 seconds. In this game, Nick, we've only played oh. a minute and 42, 44 seconds. Haven't even played two minutes yet, and it <laughs> seems like we've been in action for 10 minutes yeah. in real time. Skoog catches the inbound near wing. And now he's dribbling against A.J. Young. Cross-court pass to Holler. Holler up top with it. He's going to dribble near side now. Gets a screen from Riddle. And this Colts team not overly quick, Nick. No, and they haven't even attempted a shot yet. Up top, Skoog with it. Still working it around Riddle now. On the near wing, and he thought about a three. <laughs> now hands it off to Skoog. Skoog dribbling out near midcourt. Minutemen just aren't letting him breathe. Yeah, I mean, very active all up in your grill. Ben Osdale uh, is going to throw a cross-court pass to Holler, and he's going to pull up a fadeaway. That's no good from 12 feet. Rebound is going to fall to Riddle underneath the hoop, and we're going to have a charge as Riddle went up and put it in, but before that he pushed off on Hudson Moore, and Hudson... No surprise that he's the first one to take a charge for the Minutemen this year. And he's going to do that a lot this year. Yeah, and Riddle a big dude, too. So, I mean, he used a lot of force, and Hudson's not one normally to sell it too much. And the Colts student section, very loud, especially since we're directly across from them and we're up on this stage, which is just like a tin can, so the echo <laughs> in here is crazy. Two to nothing, Lexington up, 5.30 to go, first quarter. Caden Eichler has it on the near wing, gets it up top, Hudson Moore. Far wing, Jack Depperschmidt. Up top, A.J. Young pulls up a three. That one's good for A.J. Young. A.J.'s first points of the year, it's 5 nothing Minutemen. 5.05 to go, first quarter. Coming the other way, the Minutemen trapping here near midcourt. Holler's going to break it, though, gets across the timeline, and now he's going to break the press and get it out to Skoog. And Victor Skoog gets it back to Holler. Over on the far wing, Van Osdale. And now Holler with it, far wing, driving in. Can't get anywhere, though. Now kicks it back out, Skoog. Skoog up top and now around to Holler on the far wing. He's going to get it in. And a 12-footer no good from the sub who just came in. Caleb Detmer rebound to Baden Forup. 5-0 Minutemen, 4.30 to go first quarter. A.J. Young will walk it across the timeline for Lexington. Gets it near wing, Caden Eichler. Right back to A.J. into the corner. Jack Depperschmidt dumps it down. Baden Forup trying to make a move on the near block, and he goes up. No good. Rebound, Caden Eichler on the far block puts it in. That's, off the glass. That's where that length comes in. I mean, 
Caden was blocked out, but this reached over the top and put it back up. 7-0 Minutemen, and they almost get another steal at midcourt there, coming the other way Van Osdale. And he gets it back out to Skoog near midcourt on the far wing, or on the far sideline, I should say. Now bringing it near sideline to Holler. Caleb Holler with it. He's near midcourt, now gets it to Skoog. Now near corner, Detmer. Up to Skoog. Skoog takes the screen here, but he's cut off, and the Minutemen oh. just aren't letting Clearfork even look at the rim. Clearfork's only gotten off one shot attempt. And now we're going to have a foul on a minute man, but I didn't see who. There was a cut through the lane there by Holler, and I think the referee must have said he got Baden. held, and it was yeah. on Baden Forup. As A.J. Young will sit down, Gage Potter into the game. The senior who took last year off and now is back. And the ball comes in. It's stolen. Tipped by Jack Depperschmidt. Gage Potter picks it up, and he's coming the other way across midcourt. Potter up top. Hudson Moore. He will try to get into the lane. Ball's tipped away. It's still loose. And coming up with it is Holler. Caleb Holler with it. Another turnover for the Minutemen. They've been a little sloppy here early on. But defensively, they've made up for it by not letting Clear Fork even get multiple shot attempts off yet. They've had one shot attempt. As another steal for the Minutemen here. I mean, just so active. I mean, their hands are slapping at everything. Hudson Moore has it far wing to Caden Eichler in the far corner. He gets it to Gage Potter, who's cutting and loses the ball. Has to pick it back up in the far corner. Now it's swung around Jack Depperschmidt near corner. He's going to try to make a move. Kicks it out, Gage Potter. Potter at the top of the three-point line near side. Hudson Moore for three on the wing. That one's good for Hudson. Hudson Moore. With four points, Minutemen up 10-0. Timeout, Clear Fork. And Hudson stepping out. Pulled up for a little 12-footer, then steps out and nails a three. Something and you didn't see last year. He did not even think about that one. He caught and shot. 2.40 to go first quarter, and this is just how you wanted to come yeah. out if you're the Minutemen. 10-0, Clear Fork has one shot <laughs> attempt. I mean, the defensive pressure has just been insane. I mean, as soon as they get the ball up the floor. And now, Nick, this is what we thought Lex would be last year, right. but that lack of experience yeah. last year in the COVID year, really, they just didn't click. This is what we thought we'd have last year. And now it's nice to see it this year with these kids getting one year of, of experience last year. And I, and I know it's early, but, man, this team is going to be fun. Just the pressure. Yeah. Just, the length, how they get up and down the floor. Oh, and they're just going to uh, wear teams oh, out, man. too. I mean, Clear Fork has one shot attempt in five minutes. Well, and, and the thing is, they're eight, nine guys deep. Yep. I mean, it's crazy. And Elijah Hudson, speaking of, coming in, the sophomore, the 6 7 sophomore for the Minutemen. So they just keep subbing, and now they get another steal. Kate Eichler comes from behind, takes it from Skoog, and lays it in on the other end with a left hand. 12 0, another steal for the Minutemen. Ball comes in, Caleb Holler being just hounded by Jack Depperschmidt. Ball on the floor, it's still loose. Kate Eichler comes up with it. Elijah Hudson for three on the far wing, he hit it. 15 to zero, another, another timeout one. for Clear Fork. Golly, I mean, the, it, I mean, Kate Eichler, the ball's on the floor. He dove from the free throw line. Scoops it up. Elijah Hudson didn't even think about it. Pulls the trigger, knocks it down. I mean, and Nick, I unreal. hate to beat a dead horse here, but Clear Fork has one shot attempt in nearly six minutes yeah. of the game. We're still in the first quarter. It feels like we've played a whole half. I mean, 
This Clear Fork team My is goodness. rattled. I cannot wait to see the stat sheet from Bob Jarvis at the end of the first quarter. Lexington has to have five steals already. And Clear Fork has taken one shot attempt, and even that was a fadeaway. Maybe they've taken two, Maybe Nick. two. I think Caleb Holler did take a baseline jumper, but he was contested, Ugh. and it really had no chance. And then Caleb Detmer came off the bench and shot one, and uh, that was a fadeaway. So their two shots haven't even been going towards the rim. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> Just But the ball pressure, it's not – yeah. It's not even the length of the minute, man. Yeah. That's surprising. It's it's just the way they're getting up in these Colts. Well, and now and now you and now I mean it's a smaller you got, lineup in. Now you got Little Depp in there. Alex Depper Schmidt comes off the bench for the minute, man, and he's just hounding Victor Skoog. Skoog takes the ball on the inbound, and he's going to bring it up the floor. But Depper Schmidt all over him. Now Holler with it. They'll get it onto the far wing. To Logan Anderson, who just checked in, and a shot by Detmer was blocked by Elijah Hudson, but they're going to get a foul. So Clear Fork's going to head to the line for their first chance to get in the scorebook, and that was a questionable call. <laughs> and it's crazy because you see Elijah close out. I mean, he's every bit of 6'7". He puts his arms up there. I mean, that, that's a scary sight coming at you. <laughs> well, and he, he got it. it he must have hit him on the elbow yeah, a little he, bit he because that ball. that ball was, yeah, he definitely blocked it. So going to the line for two is Caleb Detmer, and his first one is good. So Clear Fork unfortunately scores, and they have one point now. 15-1, to one, Lexington on top. 154 to go first quarter. Some more subs for the Minutemen. Uh, Baden Fora back in. Well, and you look at the floor right now, you technically have four reserves and Baden, but, I mean, Jack, leading scorer from last year, was a starter last year. He's on the floor. I mean, it's it's insane, the depth. Detmer hits both, 15-2 to two now, 154 to go first quarter. And here comes Gage Potter bringing it up the floor for the Minutemen. He'll cross the timeline. He's going to get it far wing, excuse me, near wing to Elijah Hudson. Up top, Jack Depperschmidt looks into Baden for it. Baden has it tipped away, and it's stolen away. And here come the Colts with it. Caleb Holler gets it ahead. Detmer with it on the near wing up to Holler on top of the three-point line. He's working against Elijah Hudson, and he kicks it up top to Detmer. Far wing to Holler, and they'll get it in now to Anderson, who kicks it into the corner. Back up top, Holler swung around, and now Detmer with it on the near wing, and he's just being hounded, and the Minutemen just aren't letting Clear Fork even sniff the paint here. Yeah, they're, they're keeping him three-point extended. And now they finally get it in to Dornbeyer, and he hits a little fade, a little spin, spinning jumper from about eight feet right in the middle of the lane, 15 to four. Now Gage Potter the other way. He puts it up, a runner no good. Rebound, Baden Fora puts it back up and in. I mean, he's behind the backboard and still finds a way to lay it up with the right hand. 45 seconds to go first quarter. It's 17 to four minute men as Anderson gets it to Detmer on the far wing, being guarded by Elijah Hudson. Up top to Anderson. Anderson brings it all the way around the arc, now up top to Detmer. Now it's swung around to Holler, now inside, and losing it but getting it back is Detmer. He takes it to the near corner and shoots a three, no good. Rebound, Alex Depperschmidt. Here come the Minutemen. Depperschmidt gets it near wing. Jack Depperschmidt driving baseline. He pulls up from 12 feet. That one's good. It rolls in. And that's what we saw a lot of last year. He loves that little dribble pull-up. 
And Jack wanted the foul there, too. He was pretty upset after that shot. And the Minutemen almost get another steal as Depperschmidt tipped it out of bounds. 2.8 seconds to go. 19 to 4. Minutemen just hungry. Yeah, they're getting after it. Man, they're making up for uh they're making up for those losses last year, it seems, all in one night tonight. They no are kidding. they must have just been sitting and thinking about last year all summer long. As Clearfork's not even going to try to shoot the ball here at the end of the quarter. And that's the end of one. 19 to 4. Minutemen just come out and play extremely great on the defensive end and turn defense into offense here at the Colt Corral on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor of Lexington Basketball on VSBN Radio. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, and you're listening to Lexington Basketball on VSBNRadio.com. Back here inside of Clear Fork High School at what they call the Colt Corral. And the Minutemen had a great first quarter, 19-4. And the Minutemen had 12 points off of turnovers in that first quarter. They forced eight Clear Fork turnovers in the first quarter. Now they also did have four of their own. Right. So Minutemen need to clean things up a little bit offensively, but you're uh, making up for it on the defensive end, certainly. Well, and they were 7 of 10 from the field. Unbelievable. Well, that's what happens when you get layups, layups. and open threes. <laughs> yeah. Clear Fork starts the second quarter with the basketball. Anderson has it on the near wing. He's just trapped out here, though, has to get it to Detmer. Detmer being just just hounded by Hudson Moore and gets it up top to Anderson. Back to Skoog on the near side. And now back up to Skoog. He's dribbling around the wing to the far side. And up top to Van Osdel. Near side Anderson to Detmer on the near wing. And he'll skip it cross court to Riddle. Riddle up top to Anderson to Skoog on the far wing. And he gets it into the lane, and Van Osdel, the lefty there, no good. But an offensive rebound by Riddle back up with it off the near block against Baden Forup, 19-6. And good little move from Riddle, too. Used his body to get Baden out of the way. A.J. Young hands it off Depper Schmidt to Caden Eichler, far wing. He's going to drive in, pulls up from 10 feet on the baseline and hits it. Caden Eichler, he's got seven, 21-6 minute men. And that's tough, man. Caden didn't take a lot of jumpers last year, but if he's hitting that 12 to 15 footer consistently, it's going to be a long year for him. He's going to have a good year. Van Osdel being trapped at midcourt. A.J. Young comes over and fouls him on the trap there. And the Minutemen almost got another turnover with that backside trap. It's, they just keep, yeah. they're baiting the Colts to cross midcourt and then coming from behind with the trap there. 21 to 6, Minutemen on top, 6.45 to go, second quarter. Ball comes into Skoog on the near sideline. And he dumps it down to Riddle. Riddle on the near block. He kicks it out. Van Osdol pulls up for three, and it's good. Some life from the Colts here early in the second quarter. 21 to 9. Lead's been cut to 12 for the Minutemen. 6.30 to go, second quarter. A.J. Young with the basketball. Dribbles across the timeline. 
He will get a screen from Baden Forup. He's going to try to get into the lane. A.J. Young puts it up. It's blocked. And a rebound riddle. Here come the Colts. And Skoog almost had it stolen back from A.J. Young there. Skoog still trying to get past A.J. And A.J. almost picks him. And we're going to have a foul call by the referee on the complete opposite side of the floor. When Victor Skoog does not want to dribble with his left hand, and it was evident every time he tried to go to his left, it's, it's fumbling off his leg, his foot. 21-9, A.J. Young has to sit down. And coming up off the bench, Tyler Jackson. First time we've seen him since early in the game. Skoog crosses midcourt, gets it to Riddle. Riddle at the free throw line, pulls up and misses it in and out. Rebound, falls to Tyler Jackson, and now Kate Eichler with it, gets it ahead to Depperschmidt. Jack Depperschmidt on the far wing. Nice dump down to Baden, but it was just stolen away by Riddle. It looked like that was there, and Riddle got in front of it somehow and took it away. But the Minutemen are trying to steal it back here. They're close to a 10-second call, and it's got to be coming any second now. And how did the Colts get at, <laughs> across in 10 seconds? Coming the other way, Van Osdel lays it up no good. And it falls out to Anderson. Van Osdel has it back on the wing on the far side for three no good. Still being tipped around. Hudson Moore comes up with it. Here come the Minutemen. He gets it to Depperschmidt. Up top, Tyler Jackson with it. And he'll set up the offense. How was that not a 10-second call? <laughs> it must have been like nine and a half. My goodness. Ball's dumped down. Baden for it. Pulls up from the near block, just behind the near block. That's on the baseline. Tough. And a little 10-footer there for Baden is good. He's got four points. Minutemen extend this lead back to 14, 23-9. Just under five minutes to go second quarter. Van Osdell struggling to get it across midcourt. He finally does. And he gets it to Riddle, to Anderson on the far wing. Up to Riddle. And now, actually that was uh, Detmer, excuse me, to Riddle now, to Skoog. And now up top to Anderson, far wing. Van Osdell drives in, and he's going to put it up from the block and airballs it somehow. Just didn't hit the backboard the way he wanted to. Hudson Moore coming the other way with it for the Minutemen. He's going to try to get into the lane. Has it tipped away and stolen. Here comes Skoog with it. Victor Skoog across midcourt. He tries to get it ahead to Van Osdel, who had just turned around and didn't know it was coming. Ball goes out of bounds, back to the Minutemen. So it seems like even when Clearfork gets something to go their way, they can't stay out of their own way, and they right. give the ball right back to Lex. Well, and despite the 23-9 lead, I know Coach Hamilton's not happy with the amount of turnovers Lux has had early on. I mean, yeah, they're winning the game big, but the turnovers have to get cleaned up because against better teams, it's going to hurt them in the long run. Granted, well, it's the first game. They're going to be at 10 turnovers at halftime as they just yeah. almost turned it over again. Elijah Hudson with it. He takes a long two on the far wing. It's good with his feet on the line. And now Hudson with five points. And the Minutemen extend that lead back to 16 now, 25 to 9. And Oof. across midcourt, Skoog with it. Back to Van Osdel. And he thought about a three, didn't shoot it, gets it to Caleb Holler in the near wing. Up top and swung around, Skoog with it. And he's going to pull up for a three, and Victor Skoog misses it. Rebound is tipped out of bounds, and that's going to be Lex basketball. 3.39 to go, second quarter. Good job there from Hudson. I mean, trying to box out Riddle down low is a tough task. He did a good job keeping his position. Lex gets the ball back. 25 to nine, Minutemen up by 16 with 3.30 to go, second quarter. Alex Depperschmidt getting set to check back in. Tyler Jackson gives it to Hudson Moore on the elbow and Hudson had it tipped away, stolen. Here comes Caleb Holler with it the other, other way. He's gonna lay it up, no good. Rebound is tipped out of bounds by the Minutemen. It's gonna stay with clear fork underneath.
as Alex Depperschmidt comes in for Caden Eichler. Minutemen really rotating the lineup here early on tonight. Yeah. Coach Hammy clearly came into this game with a plan. Keeping fresh legs. And coming in for the Colts is Mason Pipes, the 6'1 junior. First time he's come in tonight, he'll come in for the big man, Caden Riddle. Well, and Clear Fork noticed they didn't have a big lineup yeah. out there. Well, the Minutemen didn't, so they're deciding to go small themselves. Yep. So Clear Fork gets the ball in and dribbling up top, the biggest guy on the floor, Dornbeyer, and he's got to get it to Victor Skoog. Skoog with it right here on the near sideline up top, Caleb Holler, and back to Skoog, and now into the corner to Pipes. Mason Pipes with it up top to Skoog. Dornbeyer with it. He's at the free throw line, gets down the lane, puts it up, and he's blocked, but they call a foul. And that one might have been on Alex, Nick. I couldn't see. I can't imagine they got Elijah Hudson for it. Maybe they did. Man, I thought it was clean up top. I thought maybe Alex got, got him, him down the body. Low. Yeah. They give that foul to Elijah Hudson. That's his second, and now here comes Baden Forup back into the game. 2.53 to go, second quarter, 25-9. to nine. Lexington up by 16. And the first free throw rattles around and in for Dornbeyer. So Baden Forup comes back in for Elijah Hudson. Baden checks back in with four points tonight. He's also got one foul. So really the only foul trouble for the Minutemen right now is down low, the big men. We've got six team fouls. Second free throw good as well as it rolls in. 25 to 11. Dornbeyer with four points. Here comes Gage Potter. He'll get it far wing, Alex Depperschmidt. He dribbles it around, gets it to Tyler Jackson on the near wing. He dumps it down to Baden Forup. Baden going to work on the near block, and he had to kick it far side, Depperschmidt. It swung around, Hudson Moore along two, and that one is no good. It rattled around and came out. And Lexington got to get the ball back as Tyler Jackson tipped it away from Dornbeyer and off his knee and out of bounds. Yep. Man, it just seems like the Minutemen, when they see the ball, they just – it doesn't matter if yeah. they're just running by. They're going to stick their hand out and try to tip it away. Well, they might as well. They've been getting deflections this whole half. Jack Depperschmidt will inbound on the baseline right in front of us. Gets it into Forup. Back to Potter to oh. Depperschmidt, and they're going to get a moving screen. Wow. Uh, on Baden Forup here, that's his second foul. So now what do you do here, Nick, if you're the minute man? Well, yep. Maybe go small here. Well, I mean, he's going to leave Baden in there yeah. with two fouls. Well, never and now mind. here comes Caden Eichler. <laughs> But what a luxury that is. Yeah. Your 6-7 forward comes out, so you put your 6-3 wing in there, <laughs> who's just as lanky and long. Right. Clear Fork going up against this Lex press again. Caleb Holler going to break the press and dribbles right into a double team at midcourt, but Caden Eichler backs off and decides not to follow through with that double team. Ball's being whipped around now. Mason Pipes on the near wing. Up top to Holler. Caleb Holler is dribbling around the arc. Now gets it up top to Pipes to Skoog into the near corner. And now back to Skoog. Thought about a three. Gets it to Pipes instead for a three. That's long, no good. Rebound falls to the Colts. And now on the rebound, the Minutemen are going to commit a foul here. Man, and that's going to put the Colts into the bonus. I don't know about that one. to go. Seemed a little ticky-tack to me. 25 to 11, and Nick, this game is not nearly as ugly as it looked like it was going to be. 
Yeah, I mean, it looked kinda... like it looked like Lexington was going to win this thing 75 to zero for a minute there. Yeah, they're kind of clawing their way back. I mean, they're they're just doing enough to stick around, and I mean, yeah, they're down 13, but it feels a lot closer with how many turnovers that Lexus had early on. I mean, they cleaned that up. The second half is going to be a rout. Adam Van Osdel makes both free throws. He's got five points now. He's been the one steady force for the Colts tonight so far, really, other Smooth than... Smooth lefty. Caden Riddle's been okay for the Colts down low. 25-13. to 13. Here come the Minutemen. Gage Potter with it on the near wing. He's looking up top for Jack. Depperschmidt who pulls a three. That one's good for Jack. He's got five, and the Minutemen back up by 15. One thirty to go, second quarter. And coming the other way, Van Osdell has it stolen away. Here comes Alex Depperschmidt. He's going to flip it to Gage Potter, who lays it in. Oh, he lays it off the rim, and now Caden Eichler has to lay it in. Mr. Reliable, he always seems to be around. Man, how did Gage miss that? It looked like it went in, or it was going to go in anyway. 30-13, to 13, Minutemen go on a run here, and they just about get another steal, and Caden Eichler kicks it out of bounds. I mean, the pressure is just, I mean, as soon as the layup goes through the rim, they're up in your face, and they're ready to go. Tyler Jackson will come back in for the Minutemen here, and he'll get Jack Depper-Schmidt. Yeah, he's played pretty much the whole Whole first half, it seems like. <laughs> and now how about this, Nick? Caden Eichler with the quietest nine <laughs> points of the night. He's the leading scorer in the ball game. And it just seems like he's cleaning up the boards as the yep. Minutemen almost get another steal. Skoog with it. He's going to skip it, and Holler is going to mishandle the pass, and it's going to be over and back. Ball goes back to the Minutemen with 55 seconds to go. They've got a 30-13 to lead. Man, this length is just insane. <laughs> it's scary. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's teams built like this, but not often around North Central Ohio. Right. This is just a special team when it comes to length to watch. I don't know how far they'll go. That remains to be seen. But my goodness, this Minuteman ball club is just impressive defensively. Gage Potter with it on the far wing. Gets it up top. Alex Depperschmidt with it near midcourt. He hands it off to Caden Eichler. Far wing to Tyler Jackson. Little pick and roll, but he pops instead, and he missed it, and it's going to go out of bounds. It's going to go to Clearfort. As Tyler Jackson was trying to run a pick and roll with Hudson Moore there, but instead he pulled up for the jumper and missed it hard off the side of the rim, and it went out of bounds. 30 seconds to go, first half. Clearfort still trying to just get the ball over midcourt comfortably. Caleb Holler takes the inbound here. He's working against the double team now. And the uh -oh. Minutemen are, wow, Seriously. they called a foul on Alex Depperschmidt. My goodness. Man, these whistles. And if you're keeping track at home, that's eight fouls on the Minutemen, four on the Colts. Now, I will say Lexington is playing much more aggressively. Sure. So, naturally, they're going to foul more. But a couple of these have yeah. just been real tic-tac yeah. fouls. I don't know about that one. Actually, that's nine fouls on the Minutemen. Caleb Holler steps to the line. It's in and out. Rebound. And they're going to say the Minutemen win early and they'll reshoot. Unbelievable. <sighs> and the referees haven't been bad tonight by any means, but the couple of questionable calls have definitely gone towards the Minutemen. And Caleb Holler takes advantage of the reshoot, and he makes it. <laughs> 
Naturally. And he'll get a second one here because technically that the one that he got to reshoot was the first one. 30 to 14, minute men up. Caleb Holler's second one in and out, rebound Kate Eichler, and he loses it out of bounds. Oh. So he jumped too high for his own good there. The the uh, the little glimpse of daylight the Colts have is sort of growing here at the end of the first half. The Minutemen need to go in with some momentum here, and they might have it here as Gage Potter steals the inbound, and he's going to be fouled, and that'll only be the fifth team foul on Clear Fork. Well, it's just funny to me when when referees from the opposite side of the floor call fouls that should be right that are right yeah. in front of another ref. All right. I just, I, I just that's happened that's a funny. couple of times tonight. <laughs> Only the fifth foul on Clear Fork, so Lexington not shooting yet. 20 seconds to go. Ball comes into Tyler Jackson. He's going to jog it across the timeline. He will fake the handoff to Caden Eichler. Now gets it to Gage Potter. He comes around the arc. Potter swings it far side to Tyler Jackson. Six seconds left in the first half. Jackson is going to kick it. Gage Potter on the near wing, pulls up for three at the buzzer, and it's just hard off the back of the rim, no good. Minutemen head into halftime with a 30 to 14 lead here at Clear Fork. When we come back, we'll have stats from the first half, and uh, we'll talk about the upcoming second half and get Nick's keys to the game in uh, just a few minutes. Halftime here at Clear Fork, it is 30 to 14. Lexington on top on fearthevillage.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl Clothing Boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor of Lexington Basketball on VSBN Radio. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. 
Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen! Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Peyton Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands! View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off! Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at CompleteAccess.com. Complete Access, a proud supporter of Lexington Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. This is Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on vsbnradio.com. Halftime here at the Colt Corral, where the Minutemen put on an impressive first half. They uh, probably could have scored a little bit more and handled the ball a little bit better, but, man, this defensive pressure has just been fantastic to watch as the Lexington Minutemen lead it. Uh, 30 to 14 over the Clear Fork Colts. Hi again, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, the fearthevillage.com halftime show. And Nick just went over and got the stat sheet from our good friend Bob Jarvis. Nick, uh, how'd that first half look statistically? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a great first half. Lex came out hot in that first quarter, led 19 to 4 after the first. And then the, the second quarter was tight. 11-10 in Lex's favor, so that brings us to our halftime score, 30-14, to Lexington up top. Uh, Minutemen 12 of 20 from the field in the first half, 60%. It's gonna be, they're going to be a tough team to beat if they're shooting that hot. Uh, four of six from three, two of four from the free throw line. Uh, Clear Fork, three of 14 from the field, 21.4%. One of five from three, but they are seven of eight from the free throw line, so the free throw is kind of keeping them remotely close in this game. They're 7 of 8, 87%. Uh, leading scorer, leads all scorers. Caden Eichler, he's got nine points and three rebounds in the first half. Uh, Jack Depperschmidt with five points. A.J. Young with three. Elijah Hudson with five points. Interesting from Elijah, no rebounds, two fouls. Uh, Hudson Moore, four points, two rebounds. And Baden Forup with four points and two rebounds. Lexington actually getting out-rebounded in this game right now, 11-9, and Clear Fork with six offensive rebounds in that first half. But something to note here that the Minutemen are going to want to clean up. I know Coach Hamilton's going to preach it in that halftime locker room. Eight turnovers in the first half from Lexington. I know they're up, but they're going to want to clean that up. But they also, they forced 13. Clear Fork with 13 turnovers in that first half. And Lexington scored 14 points off those turnovers. 
Uh, leading scorer for Clear Fork, Adam Vanosdale. He's got five. He's got a smooth lefty stroke. He's hit a three. He's hit a couple free throws. But, I mean, other than that, Caleb Detmers hit, have, has two points. Caleb Holler's got one. Uh, and that's been about it. I mean, not a lot going on on Clear Fork. They've struggled to get open looks. Everything's being contested. Uh, Lexington doing a great job in the half court, just hounding Clear Fork. They're keeping them three-point line extended. I, I mean, it's it's been tough sledding for that Clear Fork offense in the first half, but uh, I expect more of the same in the second half. Lex probably going to keep that pressure on. Uh, they played nine guys in the first half, so when you got a nine-guy deep rotation, they still got some guys on the bench. They could probably rotate. 10, 11 guys, that, and they're all going to contribute. They're not going to skip a beat. So fun fun first half of basketball. There are some first game jitters. You can definitely tell. Just kind of some things are not really smoothed, ironed out yet, but that's what you expect in the first game. But this second half should should be a little bit more cleaned up, and they'll be ready to go. Men and men lead at 30-14. to 14. Some other scores from around the area. Chardon leading West Holmes 26-7 to 7 at halftime. That's a football score. Oh, wow. Also oh. at halftime, Willard leading Upper Sandusky 28-26. Monroeville over Seneca East right now in the second quarter 26-20. Madison leading Shelby 28-27. And that came in the second quarter. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Highland beating Fredericktown right now in the first quarter. Uh, 16 to 6, and Afrocentric over Sandusky, 50 to 35 right now. Uh, we do have. Well, that might be it here. We've got several scores that have not come in yet. And actually, Nick, you know what? That might be the football score. West Holmes is playing Chardon tonight in football. I forgot about that, so that makes sense. West Holmes plays Maysville tonight in basketball. So that makes much more sense uh, if you're looking at the VSB and radio scoreboard. So there's a football score for you. Chardon leading West Holmes at half, 26-7. So I was going to say, seven points in the first half. I didn't think West Holmes would be uh, <laughs> as good as they were last year, but I didn't think they'd be that bad. That bad, yeah. That makes a lot more sense now. As uh, typically, uh, there aren't a ton of – North Central Ohio teams in the area that make it this deep in the football playoffs. So we just West have Holmes both. Is the last one, aren't they? I believe so. So yeah. we have both scoreboards combined. So the football scores are sneaking in there with the basketball scores. And typically that doesn't happen this late in the year. So uh, we found a flaw in the scoreboard. Either way, the most important game tonight right here at Clear Fork. Where the Minutemen lead it 30-14 to 14 and just about set to start the second half. The Minutemen will come out onto the floor with Hudson Moore, Baden Forup, Caden Eichler, A.J. Young, and Tyler Jackson. And the Colts have yet to break the huddle. Nick, uh, what are the keys to getting out of here with a victory and starting 1-0 after a, a down year last year? Well, obviously, you gotta got to rebound a lot better in this second half. I mean, when the, when the big 6-7 kids only got two rebounds, you, I'm sure Coach Hamilton probably got in his ear a little bit, like, hey, man, you got to clean up the glass. Clear Fork with six offensive rebounds, so look for Lex to clean that up and obviously take care of the ball. Clear Fork not really applying any pressure. It's been a lot of yep. self-inflicted yep. stuff. But Just like, trying to hurry too yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, like I said, first game of the year, there's going to be some jitters, but definitely got to clean that up in the second half. 
Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Second half action here at Clear Fork on fearthevillage.com. Minutemen start with the basketball, and Caden Eichler has it on the near wing. He pump fakes, and he's going to pull up from 15 feet. It's good for Caden Eichler right off the bat. 32-14, to 14, Minutemen up by 18. And what was the biggest lead for the Minutemen there in the first half, Nick? Do you have that stat handy? Uh, I can pull that up here real quick. Largest lead was Lex up 17, so now they have their biggest lead of 18 to start the second half. As the Colts working it around, they're going towards us now. As we're right here behind the basket, but we're calling it as if we're on the uh, visitor's sideline. As Caleb Holler has it on the far sideline, skips it across into the near corner to Skoog. Up top to Van Osdell. And now to Riddle. And Riddle up top to Skoog. Victor Skoog, Van Osdell on the far wing. Up to Skoog, Skoog to Riddle, fakes a handoff back to Skoog, now does hand it off to, oh, no, he doesn't. Now he hands it off to Skoog. <laughs> Skoog calling for a ball screen here, and he picks it up, and he's going to have the pass tipped out of bounds by Tyler Jackson as Skoog was trying to pass it to Riddle there, but the length getting the best of the Colts again by this Minuteman defense. Minutemen up by 18, their largest lead of the night. Van Osdell throws it in to Caleb Holler. He sprints to the far wing with it. Now swings it back up top, and the pass is stolen away. Tyler Jackson down the floor, lays it up and in. Good to see Tyler Jackson get in the scorebook here with a steal and a layup. He's got two, and the Minutemen lead by 20. Similar to how they started the ball game. As Caleb Holler, actually that's Van Osdell just working so hard to get it across midcourt, has to pass to Caleb Holler. He gets it across to Riddle. Riddle, he's going to pull up from 15 feet on the far sideline, no good. Rebound. Comes down to the Minutemen, Tyler Jackson with it. He swings it up top to Hudson Moore, near wing, Caden Eichler. Up top, A.J. Young, he pump fakes, he's going to drive in, and he lost it going up, but Baden four up there, and he puts it up. Missed it, but then got his rebound and put it back in. Minutemen on a 6-0 run to start the second half. Baden Forup with six points now, 36-14. 5.45 to go, third quarter. Van Osdell with it across the timeline, gets it to Victor Skoog. Skoog, nice dump off. Caleb Holler lays it up and in. A great no-look pass there from Skoog. And Clear Fork scores their first bucket of the second half, 5.30 to go, third quarter. And this game moving quickly on the clock, even though there were a ton of fouls called there in the first half. The pace of play has been really fast, and Victor Skoog takes that ball away from Baden Forup, who was trying to back his man down. Here come the Colts. Skoog with it on the far wing. He looks down to Riddle on the far block, trying to go to work. And he makes a move on Baden Forup, spins in the lane, puts it up no good, but he was fouled. And Baden Forup now with his third foul of the night. And that's tough. I mean, Definitely a Skoog a little bit more weight on him than Baden and Skoog. Not, he seems to be getting his way. Excuse me, not Skoog. Riddle down low. So Riddle heads to the line here and makes the first. And he gets another one. He's got three points. Elijah Hudson coming in for Baden four up now. And as I mentioned, Baden with three fouls. So doing some damage control here with the substitute. Jack Depperschmidt also in now for Tyler Jackson. Second free throw by Riddle is good. And it is 36-18 now. Here come the Minutemen. A.J. Young will run the point now. Gets it near wing. Caden Eichler with it. 
He's going to take a ball screen and pull up for three, and now they're going to say it was a long two, and it's good for Caden Eichler. 38-18, Eichler with 13 points. Coming the other way, Skoog with it. He throws a skip pass, and nobody's there to catch it on the far sideline. It goes out of bounds. Into the clear fork bench and back to the Minutemen. That's just the, the activity from the Lex defense. Just getting clear fork out of control. A.J. Young will walk it across the timeline for the Minutemen here. 4.40 to go third quarter. Gets it to Tepper Schmidt right back to A.J. Young. He will take a ball screen from Elijah Hudson. A.J. Young pulls up no good from about 18 feet. And on the rebound, they're going to get a foul on someone here. And if that's Elijah Hudson, that's going to be his third. So take your pick. Do you want Baden with three <laughs> or Elijah Hudson with three on the floor right now for the Minutemen? And I'd imagine they'll probably keep Elijah out there. And the good thing tonight for the Minutemen is they're not going up against much size, so they can go with a smaller lineup if they need to. 38-18, 4.34 to go in the third quarter. Caleb Holler with the basketball. Working against this press. Now looks more like a zone press. They're in that 1-2-2. Two, two. Holler gets it across the timeline to Anderson, who just checked back in. He's going to bring it down, lays it up, and he's blocked off the backboard by Elijah Hudson. Here come the Minutemen. Depper Schmidt gets it ahead. A.J. Young thought about a three. Now he's going to drive into the lane, and he's going to be fouled as he drives into the lane. And the Minutemen will have it on the baseline. Man, Elijah with three fouls. Wasn't scared to try and go up and block that one. It's that length. <clears throat> A.J. Young will inbound on the baseline. He gets it in. Kate Neichler a little lob, and he puts it in, and he's fouled. Great pass by A.J. and an even better finish by Caden. Takes the contact, lays it in, and he'll head to the line and try to make it a three-point play. Caden with 15, 15 points tonight. man. It doesn't even seem like it. And that lead extends back up to 22 now for the Minutemen, 40-18. to 18. Gage Potter getting set to come back into the game. Caden Eichler's free throw is good. He's got 16 points, and he'll sit down. Gage Potter comes back in. Caden, definitely a strong candidate yeah. right now for BP Electric player of the game. He's such an athlete on the floor. I mean, he can do everything for you. Oh, and he's going to be near a double-double, too, with rebounds by the end of this game. 41-18. Anderson gets it across midcourt to Detmer. Detmer up top. Van Osdel to Holler up top. Far wing to Detmer. Caleb Detmer with it. Back up top, Caleb Holler. Holler being double teamed. And now he's looking down low. Gets it up top, though, to Caleb Detmer. Over to Van Osdel to Anderson on the far wing. Anderson dribbling up top now. Now dribbling near wing. Now turns around, throws it back far wing to Detmer. To Holler. Holler right over on the far sideline. Up top to Detmer. Detmer trying to come around to screen. And the Minutemen just not letting the Colts have anything. They'll get it down. Riddle now. He shoots a fadeaway on the near block. That's no good. Rebound A.J. Young. Here come the Minutemen. A.J. bringing it near wing. Now he's going to go down the lane, and he's trying to get a shot off and loses it out of bounds. And Coach Hammy just kind of staring at A.J. as if to say, you didn't have to do that. Yeah, I mean, I thought he had Jack open on the wing. Shrieking down the floor. 
And that's what I think Coach Hamilton's kind of explaining to him, like, hey, man, you don't got to force it like that. We're, pull it out and we can run it. Alex Depper-Schmidt checked in for A.J. Young right there. The Colts get it across midcourt. Riddle with it on the far wing. He's going to get it up top to Van Osdell around a holler. Up top again, and now around to Detmer on the far wing, up top Van Osdell. He is looking down low to Riddle on the near block. Riddle into the lane, gets to the far block, puts it up no good, rebound Hudson Moore. Hudson going to bring it down the floor for the Minutemen. He gets it to Gage Potter into the near corner to Alex Depper-Schmidt. Up top, Elijah Hudson with it. He's going to drive into the lane, and he's fouled on the arm as We'll see if they give him a shooting foul here, too, because he was starting to go kind of in that shooting motion, and I think he is going to go to the line. Yep. And Elijah doing a great job with, with three fouls down here and playing big on Riddle, not really giving up much. So Elijah Hudson with five points tonight. The sophomore will head to the line for two shots, and his first one is no good, and he missed it off to the right. And wholesale substitutions just about here for the Colts. They bring a whole new lineup on the floor now as some of the starters coming back into the game for the Colts, along with Mason Pipes. So Elijah Hudson, his second free throw is up, and it is no good. Rebound Pipes, who just checked in, and he gets it to Van Osdell. Here come the Colts. Cross midcourt to Detmer, into the corner to Pipes. Mason Pipes with it, picks up his dribble, gets it out to Detmer. He thought about bringing it around the arc. Now swings it back around. Van Osdell in the far corner, dumps it down. Detmer goes up, and he's blocked by Jack Depperschmidt. Ball's going to go out of bounds, though, off of the Colts and back to the Minutemen as Depperschmidt blocked it, and then Detmer tried to grab it back, and it went off of his hands and out of bounds right in front of us. Back to the Minutemen. How about that block from Depperschmidt? Yep. Held his ground. 41-18, just under two minutes to go, third quarter. Minute men up 23. Gage Potter with it on the near wing, up top. Hudson Moore thought about a three. Ooh. Now he's making a move, crossover into the lane, Ooh. and he is going to be blocked but fouled in the process. And Hudson Moore will go to the line for two shots. Man, Hudson's showing off the handles a little bit there. So Hudson Moore to the line. He's got four points tonight. Missed the first. Yeah, missed free throws for the Minutemen tonight, too. Have kind of been a plague. And they've missed three on yeah. two possessions in a row here. 41 to 18. Hudson Moore, again with four points, will have his second free throw. And if he makes it, Caden Eichler coming in for him. Second one is good. So Hudson with five now, and Caden Eichler will check back in. 42 to 18. 147 to go third quarter. Minutemen with their biggest lead of the night at 24. Ball comes in to Caleb Holler. He's going to be trapped over on the far sideline, and he has to get it to... Dornbeyer, who tries to get it to Skoog. It was tipped, and now it's stolen away. Here comes Caden Eichler with it. He falls down, though. Ball's still loose, and we're going to get a foul on, I think, the Colts here on Mason Pipes. Should be. As Gage Potter dove for the basketball, and Pipes dove right behind him. And they're going to actually call that on. Or maybe they just called it out of bounds. 
Well, they did give it to Gage Potter, a foul, but he was the one. <laughs> he was underneath the pile there. How did he commit the foul? Ball comes into Skoog. He gets it to Caleb Holler. Holler bringing it near side, hands it off to Pipes. Pipes swung around Dornbeyer to Skoog on the far sideline up to Dornbeyer. And he gets it out to Riddle, to Skoog. And now around to Holler, back out to Pipes, to Riddle. He thought about a three right here on the near wing. He skips it to the corner. Skoog thought about a three as well, and instead pump faked and drove in and traveled in the process. So... Ball goes back to the Minutemen with one minute to go. Third quarter, Gage Potter walking it up the floor and across midcourt. He gets it far sideline, Depperschmidt with it. Up top to Alex Depperschmidt to Gage Potter. He dribbles around, gets it far wing to Jack. Jack Depperschmidt to Caden Eichler. Eichler dribbles in to the free throw line, pulls up, no good from 15 feet. It rattled around and out, rebound Skoog. Here comes Caleb Holler for the Colts. He gets it across midcourt. He's being trapped, and now he gets it to Skoog. And now Skoog dribbling up top near midcourt. He's trapped, gets it to Holler, and now he gets it into Riddle at the free throw line. And now he's going to drive in, and he's blocked by Elijah Hudson. Caden Eichler picks up the loose ball, and here come the Minutemen. Eichler looking across court to Depper Schmidt. Minutemen will hold for the last shot. Ten seconds left. 42-18, five seconds left. Depper Schmidt driving in. And he's going to lose the ball, gets it out. Elijah Hudson at the buzzer for three. It's short, no good. Off the front of the rim, and that's how the third quarter will end. A great third quarter there for the Minutemen as they only give up four points in the third quarter, and they now lead it 42-18, their biggest lead of the night here at the Colt Corral on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, and you're listening to Lexington Basketball on vsbnradio.com. Minutemen outscore the Colts in the third quarter by a score of uh, 12 to 4. And they now have their biggest lead of the night, 42 to 18, as we get set to start the fourth quarter. Minutemen will have A.J. Young, Tyler Jackson, Caden Eichler, Baden Forup, and Hudson Moore on the floor. And Lex did a much better job. They're, they're now leading the rebounding uh, 16 to 15. Uh, took advantage in that third quarter, cleaned up the boards pretty well. And like we said, Caden Eichler leads all scorers with 16. Clear Fork will start the fourth quarter with the basketball. Caleb Holler with it. And he'll get it near wing to Mason Pipes. He gets it to Dornbeyer, and that's going to be a five-second call as he stood there and held the ball too long against Hudson Moore. And, and you don't really see that very often anymore. Good pressure. 
Another turnover, and this time to start the fourth quarter for the Minutemen. So they'll get the ball, and Tyler Jackson will walk it across the timeline. He's got two points tonight, but he's managed the offense well when he's been in there. As the ball swung around, Cade Eichler going to pull a ninth, uh, little, how about an 18-footer there just inside the three-point line. No good. Rebound, Colts, and here they come. Skoog with the basketball, gets it into Riddle on the free throw line. Riddle turns, and... He gets to the far block, kicks it out, now gets it back on the far block. Riddle going to work, and he spins, kicks it far side to Skoog, who thought about a three. Now he'll drive in, and he's going to be double teamed, and now he's left all alone. Minutemen don't talk there, but Skoog misses the three, and Eichler gets the rebound, and he's fouled by Riddle on the rebound. And that was one of the few defensive mistakes the Minutemen have made tonight. They left Skoog wide open, but Skoog been timid to shoot tonight. Yeah. And he missed that one, one of his few attempts on the night. Minutemen get it back. That was only his second attempt. Both have been from three. So here comes Tyler Jackson with it, flips it to Hudson Moore, gets it far wing to A.J. Young. Young, a little pick and roll, and we're going to have an offensive foul on the Minutemen. I guess on a screen. Um... as the Colts get it back on the offensive foul. And that was going to be on Hudson Moore on a screen away from the ball, too. So Caleb Holler will bring it across and get it to Victor Skoog up top to Holler. Holler bringing it around the arc near side, looking to dump it down to Riddle. It's not there, though. Gets it up top to Skoog instead. Cross-court pass to Mason Pipes and to Dornbeyer. On the far wing, up top, Pipes gets it to Riddle. Riddle bringing it around the arc, and he'll flip it out to Skoog on the far wing. Up top, Dornbeyer, and he tries to pass it to Pipes. It was deflected. He gets it back. Dornbeyer down the lane, puts it up and in. Nick wanted to travel there, and I think I agree. <laughs> but the ball was loose a little bit, so maybe they said it was tipped. As on the other end, Hudson Moore thought about a three, didn't pull it, gets it to A.J. Young on the far wing, or on the near wing, excuse me. Ball swung around now to the far wing. Tyler Jackson up top. A.J. Young pump fakes, and on the pump fake, he was fouled. And now A.J. Young getting yelled at for shooting the ball after the whistle. Well, he's lucky the ref's being lenient with him. <laughs> well, he is going to go over and talk to Hammy and say one more time. <laughs> And Hammy not understanding what's going on here. Oh, well. And now the referee yelling at Coach Hamilton, but Coach Hamilton just looks genuinely confused here. I think I think the referee thinks Hammy's talking back to him, but Hammy didn't know what happened. <laughs> so I think the referee went over to tell Coach Hamilton, hey, your kids keep shooting after the whistle. But Hammy thought he was talking about something that happened up here on yeah. the top of the three-point line. They were not on the same page, and then the referee got angry with Coach Hammy. <laughs> so after all that, Minutemen will get the inbound here, and Tyler Jackson will get it to Caden Eichler, who drives into the lane, puts up a runner no good, tries to get his own rebound back, but Caleb Holler grabs it away. And here come the Colts. Van Osdell just checked back in. He's got it up top to Holler, to Victor Skoog, and he gets it into Riddle, who has it stolen Ooh. away by Maiden Forup, and Forup's fouled, trying to go the other way, and you know a dunk was coming <laughs> it there. It was coming. But Forup fouled instead. And that will be the 
sixth team foul on the Colts, so the Minutemen in the bonus the rest of the way. 42 to 20, 5.38 to go in the ballgame, Minutemen up by 22. And what a defensive effort. I don't care who you are or where you're playing or who you're playing against. If you hold a varsity club under 25 points, oh, that's, that's tough. That's <laughs> tough. And the Minutemen look like they're on pace to do that possibly here. Yeah, I mean, really, from the field, Clear Fork only 4 of 21 at the end of the third. They were 4 of 21 from the field. Now, on the flip side of that, though, the Minutemen came out so hot. They scored 19 in the first quarter. They've only scored 23 since. As Baden Forup misses the free throw, rebound is tipped around and grabbed by Victor Skoog, and the Minutemen have missed a ton of free throws tonight. Yeah, 4 of 10 now. They lead it by 22, though, with 5.30 to go in the ballgame. Caleb Holler with it on the near wing, gets it up top to Skoog. To Riddle, to Skoog. Skoog bringing it to the baseline, and he pulled up from 15 feet, and he's literally volleyball spiked out of bounds by Caden Eichler. And add a block to Caden Eichler's stat sheet tonight. My goodness. You could hear the pop on that one probably over the radio. Caleb Holler will inbound, gets it up top to Riddle. Out near midcourt, gets it back to Van Osdell. He's got five points for the Colts tonight. Ball swung around and now back up top to Skoog. Skoog gets it to Riddle. He drives into the free throw line area, now has to pick it up and gets it back to Skoog, far sideline, back into Riddle in the lane, and he's held by Baden Forup. That's his fourth. And also checking into the game next, 6-2 sophomore Logan Richmond for the Colts. So the Colts, a very young ball club. Richmond takes the inbounds pass on the far wing, gets it up top to Riddle. Victor Skoog now with it on the near wing. Up top, Caleb Holler, and he almost has it stolen away, and now it is stolen away. Here comes A.J. Young, and now we're going to have a, a uh, kick ball. Yeah, I think so. Yep. And the ball will go back to the Colts. Huh. <laughs> and the Lexington <laughs> student section rowdy is always. What? Great to have them back, man. Yeah, Did for not sure. have them at all last year, and we missed them. Did a great job of football, and now it's going to be even more fun with basketball. Caleb Holler with the basketball, drives hard near wing, kicks it back out to Richmond. He swings it far sideline to Van Osdell, who tries to throw a pass into the lane, stolen away. Here comes Hudson Moore to Tyler Jackson. Jackson into the lane, alley-oop, and two minute men went up for it. Baden Forup had to come down and lay it back up and in, and on the layup he missed it, but he got fouled. Caden and Baden both went up for it. They're like, well, we want to dunk too. <laughs> Man. And you got to love that little flashiness by Tyler Jackson to even throw that there. That's. And it was right where it needed to be for yeah. either one of them to go up and get it. Baden Forup hits the free throw. He now has seven points. Great night for Baden, although he's been plagued with fouls throughout the night and didn't really play as much as I'm sure he wanted to. Second free throw, no good. And on the rebound, Riddle has the ball and is fouled by Caden Eichler. And that'll be the sixth team foul on the Minutemen. So on the next foul, both teams are in the bonus. 4.21 to go in the fourth. They could make for a long fourth quarter. 43-20, Minutemen with a 23-point lead. 
And just got to milk this clock here. 4.15 to go now as Van Osdel walks it up the floor, gets it to Caleb Holler. Over to Van Osdel to Skoog on the far wing. Back up, Van Osdel driving hard near wing. Now turns around, kicks it back out to Skoog, back to Van Osdel. The lefty driving into the lane, puts it up over Baden four up and in, off the glass and one. Nice take there. Yeah, he's been good for them tonight. The six-foot sophomore now has seven points, and Nick, only a sophomore. This kid, I'm sure, is going to haunt our nightmares in the next <laughs> few years at some point, but not so much tonight. The Minutemen have kept him relatively in check as he hits the free throw. Van Osdel with eight points. Yeah, he's smooth, man. And Coach Pechtel for the Colts going to take a 30-second timeout here. 3.59 to go in the ballgame, 43-23. Minutemen with a 20-point lead. Nick, what do you think tonight so far? Well, I mean, with it being the first game, I mean, there's going to be obviously the jitters, the turnovers, and maybe some of the missed free throws. I mean, this is definitely a tough place to play because the crowd is right on top of you. I mean, there's there's really no deep sidelines. You're shooting free throws into into an open stage or right into the opposing student sections. I mean, it's a lot of different things. I mean, this is a very cool gym, though. I mean, I like I like how it feels. It's played here. It's small. It's compact. It's fun. But, I mean, I think this is going to be a really good year for the Minutemen once they clean up some of the stuff. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do when they start seeing some more full-court pressure. But it's been fun. It's been a good good first game for sure. And I just got a little nod and wink from A.J. Young. That's always good to see. He's had a pretty good night tonight. He's only got three points, but he's really run the offense well as he gets it to Hudson Moore on the elbow. He'll get it back. And a nice dump off pass as he fake shot it and got it to Hudson Moore for a layup. Great pass by A.J. Young there. And the Minutemen back up by 22 now. 3.35 to go fourth quarter. Ball goes far sideline to Caleb Holler. Being hounded by Jack Depper-Schmidt, skips it across court to Riddle. Riddle into the corner to Skoog. Back up top to Caleb Holler, near the volleyball line to Skoog on the far wing. Dumps it down, Riddle on the far block. He's going to go up with it, and he's going to be fouled by Baden Forup, and that is his fifth. So Elijah Hudson will finish this game out for the Minutemen down low. Baden will end the night with seven points. And at last check, these, of course, are not the final stats. Uh, but at last check, he had three rebounds. So sort of a quiet night <laughs> yes. on the boards for, a, for tough, a Hudson. But, yeah, or, excuse me, night. for Baden. Tough night for Baden on the boards. But really, he was just couldn't get a rhythm. He was in yeah. and out with fouls all night. First free throw by Riddle. Hard off the back of the rim, no good. 3.17 to go, fourth quarter. Minutemen up 45 to 23. Riddle with four points, and he missed the second one. Rebound Depper Schmidt. Here comes Gage Potter flying the other way with it. He's on the near wing. Gets it to Hudson Moore on the baseline. He's going to drive into the lane, and he flips up a shot after there was some contact there. And now we're going to have a tie-up and a foul. On who? On somebody. I think they're going to get Hudson Moore for tripping over Van Osdel. Huh? Van Osdel was on the ground there, and Hudson tripped over him, and they give the foul to Hudson. That's his second. I'd almost rather that be a no call. I mean, it's <laughs> And now the Colts will head back to the line. So, like you said, Nick, this 
first three quarters were blazing fast. And now we're going to be here for an hour shooting free throws for the next three minutes of gameplay. As Hudson Moore and Van Osdell having a good laugh about what just all happened. The players out here cracking uh, up knowing about Hudson, it. I think he initiated that trip there. <laughs> yeah. Free throw by Van Osdell, no good. Rebound Hudson Moore. Tough box out with Riddle on his back. Hudson flips it ahead. Elijah Hudson on the far wing. He's going to drive in, pulls up from 18 feet. Oh. It's good. That's so tough. I mean, you sit one six seven kid, you bring another one in, and he can even spread the floor even more. I mean, it's incredible. Elijah Hudson with eight points, his career high. 47-23, 240 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen up 24. Van Osdell up top to Anderson. Swung around Skoog in the near corner. Nice dump off to Anderson underneath. He's blocked, though, by Elijah Hudson. Here comes Alex Depperschmidt. Little Depp into the lane, and he kicks it out to his brother, Jack. Jack drives in. Nice dump off. Hudson Moore lays it in. A great find by Jack. And that's just in the flow of the offense. I mean, they're getting up and down, passing the ball, being unselfish. Fun to watch. Nine points for Hudson. Minute men up 26, 2.05 to go in the ballgame. Skoog up top. Van Osdell with it. And he gets it over to the far wing. Swings it near wing to Anderson and a timeout. And I think they're just going to try to get some subs in here for the Colts. Actually, it's going to be a full timeout. So we will see, though, for the Minutemen, Jack's Lamp will check in here at the timeout. He's also a six-foot junior and really has commanded uh, the uh, JV Minutemen for the last couple of years, and now we get a few varsity minutes. As the Lexington student section getting loud and rowdy here at Clear Fork in game number one of the 2021-22 season. Minutemen going to start the year off with a win. They only had four of these all of last year, and they're going to win the first one tonight. Isn't that crazy to think that with how, how good they've looked, they only won four games last year. I mean, this is the same team. Oh, it's crazy. This is just how much they've been committed to getting better over the summer, and then it's, it's also a testament to how, how much more cohesive you can look when you're not having to quarantine for two weeks at a time. And you look, actually get to be in the gym together. Yeah, I mean, look at this lineup out here. I mean, you got two seniors, two juniors, and a sophomore. So Jack Slamp will check in for the Minutemen, as I mentioned. Caleb Holler takes the inbound, 150 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen up 26. Up top, Anderson with it. He's going to bring it near wing. He's going to try to drive in. Now kicks it back out to Skoog and back to Lamp on the wing. Or, excuse me, Anderson being guarded by Lamp. And now we're going to have a foul on Alex Depperschmidt down low here. Yeah, he had him locked up there for a second. One <laughs> thirty-seven to go in the ballgame. Jamarian Fagan will check in for Jack Depperschmidt. Man, those couple pairs of these... These Converse out here on the floor look pretty slick. Nick's all about the shoe game. Yeah, what man. about the shoes that Scoob yeah, is wearing? Yeah, those are some Adidas. I was going to say something about those earlier. There's some James Hardens out there. 137 to go. The first free throw by Dornbeyer was good. Second one is also good. 49-25. Minutemen up by 24. Gage Potter will walk it down the floor for the Minutemen. 
1.30 to go now. He crosses the timeline, gets it to Elijah Hudson, far wing to Jamarian Fagan. Up top, Jack's Lamp swings it up top to Hudson Moore. He'll hand it off. Alex Depperschmidt swings it around to Lamp. Jack's Lamp up top, Elijah Hudson. Hudson into the lane, kicks out to Jamarian Fagan. He comes down the lane, and he's trying to get into the lane for a layup. Ball's tipped out of bounds. It'll stay with Lex. And it's crazy to me that, I mean, you got five bench guys out there, but, I mean, I, I would roll this lineup too. Yep. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Gage Potter will inbound, and a couple of subs off the bench for the Colts. Mason Pipes comes in for Skoog. Also got Logan Richmond back into the game, and Aaron Brown, the 5'11 senior, will check in. 1-11 to go in the ballgame, and admit up 49-25. Inbound comes to Elijah Hudson. He's going to pull a long two. That's hard off the back of the rim, no good. Rebound falls to Alex Depperschmidt, and he's going to bring it out to midcourt. Alex going to hand it off to Marion Fagan. Fagan trying to get into the lane. He does, and he puts up a runner. He's blocked, but they're going to call a foul, and Jamarian Fagan will head to the line for a chance I believe, to get his first varsity points. I don't think he got in last year, and if he did, I don't remember him scoring. Yeah, I think these might be his first attempts. So Jamarian Fagan will try to give the Minutemen 50 points here tonight. And he missed it hard off the back of the rim. Rebound, Jack Slamp. He puts it up off the glass and in. Jack Slamp in the scorebook. 51-25, Minutemen. Doubling up Clear Fork tonight, 45 seconds to go. Van Osdell with the basketball, gets it to Richmond, to Mason Pipes on the near sideline. Up top to Richmond, swung around to Van Osdell. He drives in, gets into the block area on the far blocks, uh, shoots a spinning uh, turnaround there and missed it. Rebound Lex, and with 25 seconds to go, they'll dribble out the remainder of the clock. So the Minutemen... They've got a dribble for 20 seconds here, but they're going to get out of here with a win, 51-25. to 25, And they'll start the season 1-0 after getting swept by Clear Fork two years ago and not getting to play them last year. I'm sure it's good for uh, Coach Hammy to come down here and get a little bit of revenge as Alex Depperschmidt will hold the ball and the horn will sound. Minutemen 1-0 to start 2021. And they do it in... Very convincing fashion defensively. I mean, this has just got to make Coach Hamilton so proud. He's a defensive-minded guy. 51-25, your final from the Colt Corral. We'll take just a quick break, and we'll come back for stats and scores from around North Central Ohio. Once again, Lexington 1-0. They win at 51-25 here at Clear Fork on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at B. 
bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor of Lexington Basketball on VSBN Radio. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen! Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Bates Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands! View exciting photos. Kate Nykler goes up and picks it off! Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at CompleteAccess.com. Complete Access, a proud supporter of Lexington Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. This is Lexington Basketball Coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on vsbnradio.com. And Coach Hammy should be happy tonight with the victory because it was a defensive one, and that's uh, that's what makes <laughs> Coach Hammy happy. And uh, yeah. the Minutemen <laughs> start the season 1-0 with a 51-25 win over the Clear Fork Colts. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you for the Village.com postgame show. Nick has the stats, and he'll paint the picture for you from tonight. Yeah, it was an overall great game tonight for the Minutemen. Start the season 1-0. I mean, couldn't ask for anything uh, anything more. So final score, like Corey said, 51-25. to Lexington takes the victory on the road at Clear Fork. Uh, so let's see here, some stats. Uh, total field goal percentage, Lex was 21 of 37 from the field, 56.8%. They were 4-7 from three, but kind I mean, 5-13 from the free throw line, 38.5%. That's not going to get it done against some good teams later on the road. But first game, got some jitters, tough environment. So uh, overall, that's stuff you can work on in practice, no big deal. Uh, Clear Fork, 6 of 27 from the field, 22.2%. 1 of 6 from three, but what really kept them in the game, they were 12 of 16 from the free throw line. So you take those 12 free points away, I mean, this, this, is, a, this is a complete blowout. I mean, 51-25 to 25, still a big win, but it could have easily been 51-15, to 15, something in that ballpark. Uh, leading scorer, led all scorers, Cade Neichler, 16 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Had, Cade Neichler had 6 steals tonight. Was all over the floor, getting deflections, diving on the floor. Uh, played 23 minutes tonight, so good minutes from Caden. Uh, some other stats here, Jack Depperschmidt, five points, uh, two rebounds, two assists, and uh, a couple. And he had a one-block shot. Uh, A.J. Young, three points, only took three shots. It was one of three from the field, one from one from three. Tyler Jackson, two points, one of three from the field. Uh, Jack Slamp, good, good to see him get in the scorebook, had two points late in the game. Uh, Elijah Hudson, good spark off the bench, played 12 minutes for the Minutemen tonight, had seven points, a couple rebounds, a couple of assists. 
Uh, Hudson Moore, 26 minutes tonight, played played the most out of any of the Lex guys. Uh, that's your leader down low, nine points, four rebounds. Had had a couple steals himself. And then Badenforp couldn't really get it going uh, with in and out of the game with foul trouble. Had seven points, uh, only three rebounds, and had a couple steals himself. But overall, I mean, a team effort. They were really getting after it. Had 13 steals as a team, forced 19 turnovers from Clear Fork. Uh, it, it was just domination from really the get-go. Uh, Lex held Clear Fork to 11 points in the second half. So mm-hmm. much better from that yeah. from compared to that second quarter where Clear Fork scored 10. Uh, but Lex came out in the third quarter, 12 to 4, won that quarter pretty easily, and then 9 to 7 in the fourth. But uh, overall, you couldn't really ask for much more of a of a victory to start the season. Yeah, really an unbelievable <laughs> night defensively yeah. for the uh, for the Minutemen. As we take a look around the area and scores, and we'll start. Uh, night number one of basketball off of the football score. West Holmes is <laughs> going to go down to Chardon. It's 41-7 to in the fourth Oof. quarter. Basketball-wise, Madison had a one-point lead at Shelby at halftime, but Shelby leading by 13 now in the fourth quarter, uh, 66-53. It is Monroeville 55, Seneca East 36. Ashland leads Norwalk 52-45. Afrocentric right now over Sandusky 63-55. It was Actually, at halftime, it's Edison 30, New London 15. Highland over Fredericktown at halftime, 28-17. South Central beat St. Pete's tonight, 73-21. Ooh. It was Willard 66 and Upper Sandusky 54. So, it's not actually, a tough year for St. Pete's this year. Yes, it Ooh. is. Not a Really not a ton of games going on tonight. A lot of games get underway tomorrow night uh, around the area, but uh, just a few tonight. Lexington a winner tonight, 51-25, and they start the season off on the right note. And only three more wins this year will match all of last year already. So Let's hope we get those early. Special thank you, as always, to Kayla and Rachel Durbin on the sidelines and uh, to my uh, statistician and color commentator, Nick Lazier. And also a special thank you to Jessica Brokaw, former Lexington uh, Minutemen uh Girls basketball coach and now down here as the athletic director at Clear Fork. Thank you to her for setting us up with a great seat tonight here at Clear Fork. And uh, thank you to you at home for listening. As tonight, the Minutemen, one final time, they win it 51-25. And next week, they already have their first tough test on the road at Ashland. A couple tough games next week. We will be there for the call. Tip off at 7.30 on Friday night. Corey Durbin with you. And uh, I appreciate you all being at home and listening tonight on Black Friday for a Lexington Minuteman victory. And we hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week from Ashland. Have a good night, everybody.